Hi from Toronto. This is episode number three of Kazoo Review. I'm Alex Zed. And I'm Gavin S., your hosts of Kazoo Review. Today, we'll be going through the latest Leafs and hockey news, reviewing the Leafs versus Yotes games, and previewing the Leafs versus Blues game tomorrow. And then after a short break, discussing the trending sci-fi movie, The Wandering Earth, and then finally, showing you how to watch live hockey and baseball from any device for free with Lazy Band. Let's get right into it. Aw, oh, yeah. Alright, starting with the Leafs news of the day. So first of all, the Janssen injury. Toronto left wing Andreas Janssen, he did not play after injuring his leg against the Golden Knights. He didn't play in the Arizona game either. And he got injured by this guy named Braden McNabb. Braden McNabb, what a guy. He sticks his leg out on a play to knee Janssen when he had the puck. Yeah, it kind of looks like it was on purpose because afterwards... It is on purpose, all right? He was smiling in the penalty box after like, yeah, yeah. And obviously the entire Leafs nation now hates Braden McNabb because yeah, he, was on the he list. hurts Mango. You can't just hurt Mango, man. And then the NHL uh, the NHL Players Safety Association, no review of the play. like Because everyone hates Toronto. Yeah, Why not? but, but I mean, the, the NHL Players Safety, they're, they're based in Toronto, but whatever, right? Now, the good <laughs> news is that as we're recording this, Mango is back. Ooh. So a tweet from Mike Zeisberger. Good news that Janssen is back. Injury looked serious at first when he took a knee from McNabb of the Golden Knights last Thursday. Hashtag Leafs. So basically, in the practice that's going on right now, uh, Janssen is practicing with Kadri and Nylander, and Ennis is working with the fourth line. But we don't know if he'll play or if Lindholm will play. My bet is that Lindholm will probably go out because Ennis was scoring a lot of goals before his injury, but we never know about Babcock. I think that Lindholm should play a bit for now, and then afterwards, uh, like, maybe after a few games, we get Ennis some, like, warm-up time, and then he can play again, I think, right? All right. Other Leafs news. Marner on Valentine's Day, you have you had to have seen it. It's him posing for a picture with this little girl. It's the cutest thing. Yeah, so basically, it was the game in Vegas, and pre-game, uh, this girl, she, she had this sign that said something like, Marner, will you be my Valentine, right? So then Mitch Marner walks over, he's like, yeah, I'll be your Valentine, and then uh, the mom gets a photo of Marner and the kid, and this thing is like, it's going like worldwide on r slash sports at like, probably like 100k upvotes right now pretty great yep I, dude it's great when marner when marner is like interacting with the fans and doing this yeah. kind of stuff because he's just the best describe marner in one word mitch that's so bad uh okay we have i to don't think. know what word like humble i don't know well he, he like fools around a lot he's a goof but, he, but he's also good so he's like a, yeah. a clown yeah clown that's my word for marner he's not a clown well he was a clown in the in the uh in, in the in the thing with Matthews. True, 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 true. okay <laughs> the, the the national okay. ballet thing moving right? on to more serious stuff we have we have the ever going on topic about the least salary cap now we all know tavares marner matthews isn't making the, and Nylander isn't making things very easy for the leafs with regards to the salary cap and well not really talked about is Patrick Marlowe. He his contract has a six point twenty five million salary cap hit. That is six point twenty five million we could be using for, in my opinion, much Marner. better players such as Marner, Kapanen, and yeah. Janssen, all, all all of whom whose contracts are coming up this year. And his six point twenty five million it, it's not going away because in his contract uh, he can't be traded. So what? Uh, Unless it's he has consent and he well, wants to not. win the he wants to win the cup this year so this and the Leafs are a real possibility so he probably doesn't want to be traded this year and no other team would probably want a six point twenty five million salary cap hit. 
I mean, it's nearing the end of his season, but I think Marlo really likes staying in Toronto. He's like yeah. a family. He's, he's like, like he's, he's the, the dad. dad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the dad of like yeah, of but like, Matthew Sparrow. Well, if you see him on the ice, he's becoming more of a grandpa than a dad. <laughs> Like he he has some few good moments. He's he he gets some goals, but like he's kind of slow. No, I, I like Marlow though. I don't really. I don't. I don't think six point twenty five is a good contract for him. And so there's not much we can do about his contract. We can trade it to someone, but also some other ways is we could buy out the contract, which doesn't help our salary cap it. But we can buy his contract out and then trade him. So basically, the team that gets the trade will have zero dollars, but just a big salary cap hit. Basically, we're stuck with the six point twenty five million in our salary cap hit. Patrick Marlowe is staying. I do have a solution though. Yeah. Right. You make Marlowe a coach on the team. You know, after the after the contract is up, right? Just just have him coach oh. or or be like like the dad of the team and just go around with the team. You know what I mean? Like he he could be like a player coach because he has like the experience. You know, how long has he played for? Like twelve years? No, he's thirty nine, so probably like. Almost 20 years, like I guess. 38 or 39? He's 39. Okay. All right. And, well, I don't think that affects the salary cap hit, but whatever. Moving on to Ron and Don. Coach's Corner, right? So, Coach's Corner, this Saturday, Don Cherry was complaining about the Kane celebrations post-game. If you don't know what we're talking about, basically, after every single game that the Canes went at home, they had these crazy celebrations. Yeah, like... Like, they, like, they call it the, like, storm surge. They do these claps. Sometimes they have, like, Thor's hammer. Yeah, and then sometimes they, like, start bowling down the yeah, ice. Yeah, bowling, or the or Jose like, Bautista bat flip. Or, like, the, or like they start sliding and <laughs> rowing their canoes. And, like, it's crazy. I, I kind of like it. Yeah, you know? last time it was the limbo, which is also pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's a good way to interact with the fan base because it makes you feel special. And the whole crowd is, like, also clapping along with the celebration. Yeah, and, like, like that's 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 a really good thing to do. Like, I love if the Leafs do that because, like, that's yeah, just yeah, great for the fans. But, like, in it's Dawn, not as good for, like, the other... Because, obviously, they're mocking the other team. Yeah, and, like... So, in Don Sherry's point of view, they think that it's absolutely disgusting and disrespectful to the other team. So, like, if they win, like, 5 nothing, they start celebrating, then they think about how the other team feels, right? But... Uh, we're, we're not sure how the NHL thinks about this. So far, they've said basically nothing. What Ron McLean thought about it, though, is like, oh, it's the end of the game. They're off the ice. There's nothing wrong with celebrating, right? So what's your final decision? Keep it or get I'd rid of it? I'd say keep it. Because if I was a Hurricanes fan, and if they make that elite, like not allowed, I'd be pretty bummed. Yeah, because there's like yeah, less like... to be excited about, right? Um, especially since like the Hurricanes aren't a really good team. They're, right they're now. pretty good though. They've they've won like a bunch a in lot, a row. Yeah. But overall, it's not the best. But it's definitely helping the fan base in Carolina. Yes. Right. And then uh, I do understand where Don Cherry is coming from. But in our opinions, keep him. Right. Yeah. Post recording note. Uh, in response to Don Cherry, the Carolina Hurricanes have made a shirt for sale online that says "bunch of jerks" on it, which is what Don called them for, for their celebrations. And underneath that is a Hurricanes logo. I think it's pretty funny and a good move on behalf of the Canes. Moving on to reviewing the last game, Leafs versus Arizona. 0-2 to two loss for okay, the Leafs. I don't really want to talk about it because that was a real crappy game from the Leafs. Yeah. Like, we had 10 shots by the second period. It was a real snooze fest. The whole game, we had 21 shots. The Coyotes scored in the second... Only in the second, really. The first yeah, and third had like, no scoring. They score, like, a few minutes apart. Yeah, so Galchenyuk scored first, and then Archibald scored after that. Kind of Rip Anderson moment. And then we pulled Anderson with three and a half minutes left, but... 
no luck. At least they didn't get like an empty net. That that would've been yeah, worse. But that, that that game was so boring. In total, though. we had twenty one shots. Like that was a really bad. There game. isn't really anything to watch. We like, just gotta move on to the next game. Yeah, Steve and, Dangle was just calling it like most boring game ever watched. It 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 was just the. Arizona snooze fest. Yeah. Okay, but like obviously, Mar- Matthews looked drunk. He probably <laughs> partied too hard in Vegas the other night, and yeah. like he want he was crashing at his own house in Arizona. I watched the whole game. Um, really? Yeah, it was pretty boring. Like I was doing like chores and stuff as well, but still, <laughs> right. And then there is one good thing that came out of this. Oh right? yeah, it's the Tavares on the bench meme. So basically, at one point, uh, there was a puck just flying into the Leafs bench. Yeah, Arizona was trying to clear it, and it flew in, and everyone was just ducking. And then Tavares was just staring at it with like a menacing stare. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's like how he stares at the New York Islanders. It's just like emotional, emotionless staring. It was like having a staring contest with like no one in particular. The puck just flies over. Everyone's like ducking out of the way. So this meme has become huge on Reddit and Twitter. Uh, we've seen some 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 memes like uh, there's one of an edit of Tavares farting and, and all the leaves just going. All like... the leaves are dodging. Tavares like what? It wasn't me. Just staring blankly. And then another on, on meme is just like the Leafs fans watching the game. It, that's just Tavares to watching. Everyone else is hiding for their lives. It's like Matthews whatever on the bench. That was pretty funny. I like that meme. I might yeah. make one post on the subreddit. All so, right. So that was the Leafs first Arizona snooze fest. So, moving on to the kazoo preview of the Leafs versus Blues game, which is our last game of the road trip. It's happening on Tuesday, so tomorrow. Yeah, so it was a six-game road trip. We're currently 3-2, and two. so if we can, if we if we win this, 4-2, and two, that's really good. It's pretty good. We get some it's points. It's a tough road trip, We right? climb on our standings, but St. Louis, my God. St. Louis? The St. Louis Blues have 10 wins in a row, and now it's their third straight shutout. Just, yeah. like, absolutely And, insane. like, the Leafs... Since the Blues are a good team, I don't feel really... like I don't think the Leafs are going to do bad because we do better against good teams. It's just how the Leafs work. Even if we lose, it'll be a fun game to watch, probably. And so, Vlad Tarasenko, St. Louis is... Tarasenko, yeah. Tarasenko, like, he has a point streak of 12 games. Man, I wish one Toronto forward could have, like, a point streak of five games. Do we? I don't know. No. I, I, I think... I think Janssen had will, something. All the streaks ended yesterday. Sure, sure. Sorry, not yesterday. Saturday. Right, yeah, but then uh, one of the St. Louis Blues goalie, Jordan Binnington, Jordan Binnington made 21 saves to blank Arizona Coyotes on Thursday, and Jake Allen, their other goalie, stopped 32 shots in a three nothing win against Colorado. And so, you know, and you know, and we all know Leafs luck with backup goalies. <laughs> yeah, Yorgiev, etc. So like St. Louis hasn't allowed a goal in like 187 minutes. So like. More than three hours, which is absolutely insane. So, it's going to be a tough game. Yeah. And, th- well, the Leafs road trip, they're 3-2. and two. We-, we expected better. But No, I think it's, it's pretty good. I don't know. It, it-, it-, it could be like 4-1 right now. But yeah. that Arizona game was just like absolutely horrible. So, that's going to be a fun game. Even if we lose, the Leafs always show up against hard teams. Yeah, so, so it's going to be a fun one. Not Definitely not like the Coyotes. Yeah, that, that, that Coyotes game. I, I think they're going to make up for it. Start early, start on time. Good coffee. Real good players. Real good pro. This could be a real good pro. This All be a good right. Game. That ends our Leafs segment of Kazoo Review. So now we'll be back right after this commercial break. But it's not actually a commercial. Don't be fooled. Electronic Arts presents the game-changing supercar of the future you have all been waiting for. The Car Zoo. Here's a demonstration. Hey, Car Zoo. <laughs> 
start the car and heat my seats. It will be 5 energy points to start the car and 15 energy points to heat the driver's seat. Do you wish to proceed with your purchase? Yes. Okay, Karzu. <coughs> Drive me to McDee's. You have reached your daily mileage limit. Would you like to purchase the mileage expansion pack DLC for a small cost of 20 million energy points? Yes, Karzu. Now go to McDonald's. Understood. Now proceeding to Tim Hortons. No, that's wrong! McDonald's! Recalculating. 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 Okay, Recal screw it. Tim Hortons, I guess. Understood. We have reached an intersection and there is a pedestrian crossing the road. Would you like to pay 90,320,467,266 energy points for me to attempt to not hit this pedestrian? Oh crap! I'm out of energy points. Um, cars are just hit it! Also, play me some music for 500 energy points. Understood. Now committing genocide. Ah! EA Carzu, the intelligent car of the future that listens to your needs and gives you a real sense of pride and accomplishment. Now available for a microtransaction of 1,000 convenient payments of only $69.99. Welcome back after a short commercial break. So now we're going to be reviewing The Wandering Earth, movie by Frank Guo. So The Wandering Earth is just released on Chinese New Year. It's the biggest sci-fi movie ever created in China, and it's actually centered around Chinese characters, even though all countries are involved, right? So it's based off of the novel by Liu Xing or however you want to say it, right? And he also wrote The Three Body Problem, which is a series, a book, yeah, that even I... Obama reads. Yeah, <laughs> Obama read The Three Body Problem. I read it. It's good. Might be better I need the, to read it. Yeah, it might be better than The Wandering Earth, but whatever. This one has a movie, right? So, basically, basically what happens... So, I... The Wandering Earth, it's an amazing, amazing movie. I like 10 out of 10. Yeah, so Gavin, recommend. Watched, Gavin watched it yesterday, and he just starts messaging me, like, oh my god, best movie ever. Yeah, right? and so basically, the story is about how in the near future, for some reason, the sun just decides to explode, and in a hundred years, it'll swallow the entire solar system. It doesn't system. explode. It just, uh, when the sun ages, you know, it expands. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? okay. All right. Okay, Mr. 100 Easy Science, science. Okay. So basically, like, all the nations of the world work together to form the United Earth Government. And basically, their whole project is to move the Earth out of the solar system to the Alpha Centauri system, which is which is about 4.2 light years away. Yep, right? and it'll take 2,500 years in over 10 generations. So, yeah. so the goal is just to preserve human civilization and not get wrecked by the sun. So how they do this, they expend like all of their resources to build huge thrusters running on fusion power. And uh, these are built all along the equator and all along the surface of one half of Earth and then just push all of it like out of the solar system. So first, this creates tsunamis that kill about half the entire world's population. Yeah, because like, something the, uh, happens with the gravity or something. And the other half goes underground to escape the cold as the as we're further away from the sun now. Yeah, it's like minus 80 degrees Celsius during the movie on the surface, so everyone lives in like a pretty a pretty cool underground city, actually. Now, the majority of the movie takes place right uh, beside Jupiter as Earth is passing by Jupiter. Yeah, so... And so basically, the the goal of the thing, right, is to first push Earth uh, away from the sun and near Jupiter, then use Jupiter's gravity to slingshot its way into Alpha Centauri. Yeah, basically to, to like, change Earth's path, path so that it heads towards Alpha Centauri, right? Yeah. So basically, at the start of the film, uh, this guy named Liu Peicheng, like the astronaut dude, Chinese astronaut, he promises his son, uh, whose name is Liu Qi, 
right? Yeah, that he'll return. Um, that he'll return when Jupiter, when when the Earth passes by Jupiter. Yeah, and you can see Jupiter with your naked eye. And the eye. movie takes place right on Chinese New Year to, right for, for on Chinese views. Year for, for the, the views. views. And right. also because it makes sense, as the Chinese New Year, the first batch of astronauts is returning, including Liu Liu Qi's father. Yeah, yeah. So, so then, uh, several years later, uh, he starts to return back. He starts to return uh, back from Earth, right? And so, to, to celebrate Chinese New Year, an adult, Liu Qi, uh, he, he brings his adopted sister... Han uh, Duo Duo. Yeah, yeah. On a trip to the surface in a truck that they steal. Uh, however, they get arrested and meet this like creepy guy named Tim. <laughs> who <laughs> turns out to be not that creepy and a good guy. Yeah, but end. he sounds like a murderer at the start, right? And yeah. uh, as well as this other guy named Han Zhang or something like that. Which is his grandpa. Yeah. And so basically what happens after that is uh, Earth is Earth passing gets by too Jupiter. close to Jupiter than uh, the scientists predict they would. Yeah. And so basically some catastrophic events happen. Yeah, the gravity starts to like disable thrusters across the globe and it's pulling Earth dangerously close to Jupiter. We're not going to spoil the ending right now, but like later on we're going to review the ending. So uh we're going to warn you of that when we get to it so you can skip over that part. But now we're going to just talk about like uh not not really like the the parts of the movie but the movie in the real world, right? So uh, on on the Google reviews, ninety six percent like this film, which is pretty good, right? And basically, uh, Frank Frank Goes uh, Sci Fi Film, The Wandering Earth, topped uh the charts again for the second week in a row, adding two hundred fifty million dollars to five hundred thirty eight million dollars American after thirteen days. Well, it it be it's it's beating out most of the competitors from like Hollywood and stuff, probably because due to. China's large population. population. But in China, they also beat Red Sea Operation and Detective Chinatown 2 to become the second biggest film in of China. all time. In China. In China. Yeah. It's only behind uh, Wolf Warrior 2, which also stars uh, Wu Jing from The Wandering Earth. He's the astronaut in The Wandering Earth, right? And this movie is not only popular in China, but also Western countries. Yay. Like in Canada... The US, the, a lot yeah. of a lot of cinemas are showing the Wanderer, and it's quite popular, yeah. especially in places with the high Chinese population. It's good to see China having a like a good Neat. sci-fi movie and joining the scene, basically, right? So now we're gonna be talking about like the end of the film. So spoiler alert: if you don't want to see this, go into the show notes, show notes, and skip ahead to the next part where we start talking about Lazy Man. All right, spoilers start now. So, basically, the. Jupiter creates massive earthquakes around the world, and basically, Liu, Liu Qi and his group of people, they get intercepted and abs- like absorbed into <laughs> absorbed into the rescue thing, where they have to bring lighter cores to to the earth engines to restart the earth engines. Yeah, basically, like they have to bring these huge like these balls, basically, <laughs> yeah. and put them in the engine to start them up again. Hopefully, push Earth out, right? But and then, meanwhile, in space. Uh, the astronaut Liu Peichang, who he, is Liu Qi's father. Yeah, he discovers that Moss, which is the artificial intelligence commanding the space station. All these sci-fi movies have evil like AI. A- AI machines somewhere. Like I'm afraid I can't do that, you know. So um, basically, uh, Moss has Moss has directed the space station to escape rather than assist the humans because, on Earth. Because because apparently he has deduced that there's zero percent chance for human survival on Earth. Yeah, so he or she. Who knows? Well, I guess it has a guy voice. It's it. <laughs> it's basically it, it. It decides to like escape instead, right? Yeah, so, 
Basically, Liu Pei Chao, he wants to get to, like, the control room to stop the uh, AI. To stop the AI from, from just, like, tra- from traitoring. Yeah. What, what was that called again? Even though he's labeled as treason. a traitor. It's <laughs> treason, know. then. Yeah. So, basically, he breaks out of forced hibernation, which is just, like, their way of, like, sleeping, basically, for, for, for a long time, and attempts to stop the spacecraft along with Russian cosmonaut Makarov. Who was killed by the spacecraft's automated security measures? They just wanted to go salmon fishing, man. Yeah. They just wanted to go salmon fishing. Dude, Makarov was a funny character. I liked him. Yeah, the right? vodka. So wait, shh. spoiler. So, shh. so so then, uh, when the astronaut arrives in the control rooms, uh, he realizes that his clearances were revoked because of his undisciplinary acts, and he can do little to override the escape process. Right. So, anyways, so, uh, back on Earth, Lil Chi's group arrives at Sulawesi something like that yeah. <laughs> something like that and but and they realize that all the earth engines along the equator have already been restarted because they're slow <laughs> because, yeah because because they encountered a lot of stuff which you yeah won't so bas- discuss too much so basically uh the gravitational pull from Jupiter is too great and earth continues to move toward it approaching the planet's Roche limit which Roche. basically it's the limit where like you can't escape anymore because the gravitational pull is too strong it's kind of like a black hole event horizon yeah and so basically everyone's like oh no it's what we're over. gonna do everyone's like say hi say hi to your, goodbye to your loved ones yeah it's just like them, celebrate Chinese up. New Year and then like it's all over right and so but me Lil Chi like he suddenly gets an idea from his childhood which was which was coincidentally shown not coincidentally it was shown in the purposefully movie, shown right? in the beginning of the film that's good foreshadowing how, yeah really good foreshadowing that's an amazing part of the movie so basically Jupiter his father told him Jupiter was like a balloon filled with hydrogen and he suddenly remembers that how Jupiter has been sucking Earth's atmosphere which of, of course when combined with hydrogen can combust yeah combust so basically now all they need is a flame to reach the to reach the intersection point between Earth's atmosphere and Jupiter's and Jupiter's hydrogen. Yeah, so basically, uh, after, like, a huge struggle, they alter one of uh, the Earth engines to shoot a flame straight at... Straight at uh, straight at where Jupiter's gravity is pulling in Earth's atmosphere and where they meet. Yeah, but... but it's they, just they, short. But it's just short. Of and it. Now, here's the big kicker. I, ki- I kind of saw this coming. I kind of saw this coming, but not really. It's 5,000 kilometers short. And and everyone's like, crap, we're not going to make it. This is it. Right. Because all after, our efforts were for nothing. Even after their extra effort, right? And However, just to make things worse, Moss comes back <laughs> and tries to stop Liu Pei Chang from doing anything else. Yeah, but basically, his plan. Uh, which the United Earth government on Earth agrees with, says that, okay, we're just gonna launch ourselves in between uh, in between the flame and, and, and Jupiter's atmosphere. And because it can, the space station contains so much fuel, it's gonna explode, explode and right. create enough fire to reach Jupiter. And, yeah. the base, and we have this extremely emotional scene where... Oh, wait, 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 but... Um, before that, right? So then, uh, so Liu Pei Chang's plan is to just launch the space station in between, ignite it, and create a huge fireball to finally, like, explode and ignite the whole atmosphere to send a huge shockwave towards Earth, which will push it away. However, Moss is like, there's a no chance of survival. Yeah, and, <laughs> right? and of course, the evil AI loses because of vodka. Yeah, basically, uh, the astronaut show- throws a bottle of vodka, which sets Moss on fire. Thank God, right? 
So basically, uh, the space station goes in, it gets set on fire, it explodes. And there's, there's, a really... a, there's a really, like, emotional part where, like, his tears are in, like, the... There's tears are floating around him, and Leo... And Leo Chi is thinking about his childhood and... And his dad, and they're like, and they're you'll like, see me this time, I promise, and, and he blows up. Yeah, and I think... Yeah. Did Alex cry? Alex, did you cry? Yeah, at that part. So okay, then... I almost cried. All yeah, right. so the space station it's gets ignited, and uh, it launches them away. So Earth is back on track, and as the Earth... Uh, uh, sorry, as the film ends, Leo Chi recounts and envisions the state's of Earth's migration, a process that'll take 2,500 years, which is still, like, uncertain for success. But it's hopeful now. Because, like, we did pretty good. So, now this film is being, like, pirated like crazy. And apparently the movie isn't even the best part of the book. Of the real book. And So you should go get the book, watch the movie. Yeah, like, Liu Cixing is an amazing, amazing, amazing author. Yeah, he, uh, Three Body Problems is best work, probably. And the film Obama, had like I think so. yeah the the film had super good foreshadowing the CGI was pretty good, I I think it could be a little bit better but it was still pretty good the story was pretty good, uh, and just like this just the scale of it like the scale like you look at society's problems nowadays like immigrants and like and like oil disputes but like you look at it like when when the entire human race is put in danger nothing matters money doesn't matter, the entire world knows that. Nothing matters other than their own survival. So they, yeah. so they put all their resources together, like without like say, oh, you have to pay sixty million for that. Yeah, you can't really ignore like the sun exploding, but you can ignore something like climate change, unfortunately. So we recommend that film. What would you rate it out of ten? Out of ten, eleven. Eleven. Right. That was, I, a, I'd, I'd give that it was nine. an amazing movie. I'd, I'd give it nine. Right, I, I, so I don't so think our Gavin's, average is ten out of ten. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> Gavin's watched enough like really good sci-fi films, but it was pretty good. The characters. I don't really like too. sci-fi that much. What's your favorite character? Character? Yeah. Um, I like the the Lee guy, like the crazy, like the the smart engineer guy. Oh, the who, one that died. Who, at the end. No, he didn't. He doesn't die. Oh, he's like the engineer guy. Oh like, yeah, the, yeah, that, the, that the, guy. The crazy that guy. smart guy. Yo, I really like him. I I like the astronaut. He was pretty pretty the lit. Astronaut? Yeah. yeah. He has some like he shows some insane courage there. So that was the Wandering Earth, huge film right oh, now. Oh, and my favorite part, and, and it's my mom's favorite part too. It's it's when every time the car just starts up. Oh yeah, and, and they <laughs> and they go like and they go like safety first, and like if yeah. you if you don't follow rules, then your loved ones will be in tears. Careless driving results in loved ones in tears, and it's like. It's like it's like a running gag in the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's kind of like every time you get in the airplane, they tell you about like in case of emergency, do this, do this, whatever. And like people don't really listen; they get tired of it. But yeah, that was the Watery Earth, big movie in China and everywhere right now. It's a first for China, a real good sci-fi film. Yeah. So go watch it. Yeah. Okay. So for the final segment of today's episode, we'll show you how to watch free NHL and MLB games, hockey and baseball for free. On your iOS devices. So obviously there's r slash NHL streams, which you can go on to find streams for your computer, Android, whatever, right? But a lot of these streams don't work on iOS. Like almost none of them work on iOS, a full screen, high quality, right? So today we'll show you how to get a free app for like 720p, 60 frames per second streaming on your iPhone for... Yes, awesome. And right. we're going to do a live demonstration on my phone. Yeah, so here's Gavin's phone. Uh, basically, this app is called Lazy Man, and it's very well-known. It's a well-known application that people have been working on for a long time. You can find it on Reddit and whatnot. It's just like a project that people are working on. 
So, uh, let's show you how to download it now. 100% safe, I swear, no viruses, okay? So, Gavin, All open right. Safari and search up Tweakbox. Tweakbox, eh? Yeah. Alright, now what? So then, open the first one that just says tweakboxapp.com. Alright, I'm Noth opening it. Nothing else. Tweakbox. Ah, I got a virus! <laughs> tweakboxapp.com. Alright, there you go. Uh, it'll... It It'll say Tweakbox, the jailbreak alternative. So just press install now, the first button. If you're not sure, you can read some of the information later on on the page. And then just press allow. Allow. So then it should it should take you into your settings. It'll say install profile, Tweakbox. And then just press install. There's a verified check mark, which obviously mean, means it's very safe. <laughs> it's verified. So just hit install. Now you gotta enter your passcode. Now your passcode is in your phone password, not your Apple ID. And, and just press install. Install. Again. Bam. Okay, now the app will show up on your home screen. And you have to you press done. Yeah. And go to your home screen. And there it is. It's like this red icon with like a white cube in the middle. Yeah, white cube, red icon. Uh, it's like the GameCube intro. So it's just. <laughs> so click that, open it up. Okay, so then just press I accept. Because they value your privacy. That's the cookie stuff. You'll get an ad. Just press the X in the corner. So now, uh, it'll show you the real Tweakbox app, okay? So now, in this app, you want to press the... there At the top, there are three options, Home, Apps, and Info. Just press Apps. Yep. Okay, so now, uh, scroll down into Categories and just press Tweakbox Apps. You can use this for other stuff as well, but for a lazy man, just press Tweakbox Apps. And then in the top, search Tweakbox Apps. Just search for Lazy Man. No spaces. Lazy Man. Yep. You know, you know, lazy man. All right, there you go. Now the app will show up. It's just an L and an M on a black background. So click that and then press install. And we press install. So once you press install, it'll just say, uh, app would like to install lazy man. And then it looks really sketchy, but just press install. No worries. Okay, there you press go. Press install. Now what? So now the app will show up on your homepage. It might take a while for to download. And there it is. It's on my homepage already. Yeah, it's downloading. So you have to give it a second or so. So we're just going to wait here. Uh, okay, so once it finishes downloading, just go to your settings. You don't have to open the app yet. Go to settings. Yep. Uh, press general. Right. Just go to your home settings. Yeah, home settings, general. General? Yeah. Alright. And then scroll down, and then you'll see uh, profiles and device management. So just click on that. Yes. So once you click on that, you'll see Chongqing Dreamhan technology. Ooh. So yeah, that's just like the people that made it. So just click on that. Uh, enterprise apps. And then just press trust the app. And then press trust. Basically, it'll download the app for you. So now you can go to your homepage. Yep. And you'll see Lazy Man. Yeah. Ready to open. It won't have a name for some reason, but just open it up, Gavin. Alright. There I you open go. Up version Lazy one. Man. And then once you're in the app, you'll see all the NHL games that are live right now. But you might also see an ad. Just press skip or wait it out, right? And then you can go between NHL and MLB. There are no MLB games today. But for NHL, right? Now, uh, in the top right corner, you see settings. Press that. In settings. And you can set your favorite team. So just set your team. And obviously, obviously we love the Coyotes. 
So I'm just gonna say, no, just kidding. Maple Leafs all the Toronto way. Toronto Maple Leafs. There you go. Set it to Toronto Maple Leafs. You're only allowed to set it into Toronto yeah, Maple Leafs. Yeah, that's your only if option. If you don't select it, then, we're, then you don't deserve the app. Uh, you get a virus immediately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So now uh, you see the live game is right now. There's the Arizona Coyotes versus the Calgary Flames. So we'll just watch that. Just click on that. All right, let's see And then see you it. can choose between the home and away game, the quality. I'll just choose the home. And at the bottom, there's Akamai, which is just the server. Usually Akamai works better, but if it's not working well, just switch it to level three. Here it is, the 720p quality. So yeah, all games, very consistent. Uh, now, you, you'll realize you still have the Tweakbox app and the Lazy Man app. If you want to delete them at any time, just hold down on the app and delete it. So delete Tweakbox real quick. All right, yeah, you don't need Tweakbox. X, delete. No yeah. one likes that app. So now you just have Lazy Man, free hockey, amazing. So oh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, now it's time to wrap up the podcast. So if you have any questions, you can just email me at A-L-E-X-B-Z-O-O-K-A at gmail.com. Honestly, just email him anything. Like, he's lonely. Yeah, alexbizuka at gmail.com. And we'll feature you in the next episode. As always, thank you guys for listening to Kazoo <laughs> Review. <laughs> so in this episode, we've talked about the Leafs and hockey news. We reviewed Toronto vs. Arizona, previewed the Leafs vs. Blues game, discussed the Wandering Earth movie, and showed you how to download Lazy Man for free hockey and baseball streaming. So this episode was produced by us, Alex Zed and Gavin S. If you've enjoyed, make sure to hit that follow button on Spotify and possibly iTunes to join us again next show. If you have any questions, don't forget to email us. Enjoy your week, and we'll see you all next time on Kazoo. <laughs> Review! <laughs> Bye!